I am learning a lot about Lithuania. I have never been to Lithuania, but our guest, John Rash, who is a columnist and contributing editor to the Star Tribune editorial board, is joining me. We just did our Playing Politics podcast, which you can see at startribune.com slash opinion. Opinion. Yes. Slash opinion. We also post it on our CCO Facebook site and our website here. So listen for that if you didn't catch all of it. But, John, you were over in Lithuania for a week embedded with Minnesota National Guard troops. Why were you there? They were there because they were part of a multinational training exercise with 19 NATO nations as well as Finland, which is considered a NATO partner, across the Baltic nations. And so you mentioned Latvia before. There were <laughs> there were troops in Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, as well as Poland. And they are there as part of this exercise, partly in response to geopolitics and a resurgent Russia and the concerns that it has sparked throughout the Western world after they illegally cleaved Crimea and destabilized eastern Ukraine, actions that prompted sanctions from the European Union and the United States. But there's a military concern that if Russia were to ever invade, and to some that might be political science fiction, but They certainly didn't anticipate what happened with Ukraine, as an example, that there, in particular with Lithuania, the border between Lithuania and Poland is a thin 60-mile strip which separates Belarus on the east, which is a Russian ally, and then Russia actually has a remnant territory on the Baltic Sea to the west that they have since the dissolution of the Soviet Union, and so That's considered one of, if not NATO's most vulnerable land aspects. And so this training exercise in Lithuania on the Lithuania-Poland border involved over 700 members of the Minnesota National Guard. And they were involved in a couple major training exercises over there by all accounts. And I interviewed dozens of diplomats, military officials, um, politicians, and or just regular soldiers, you know, who were there, but the Guard acquitted themselves extraordinarily well in terms of contributing and indeed leading portions of this. And it's considered very, very important to U.S. Army Europe. And, you know, Jordana, when you and I might normally talk about the Minnesota National Guard, maybe the image that more immediately comes to mind is fighting floods or responding to a tragedy like a tornado, as an example. But National Guards everywhere and as we saw with the Minnesota National Guard in the Mideast when they went to Afghanistan and Iraq and Kuwait, they have a dual mission. And at times they're called on by the armed forces you know, to take part in an active combat zone. This, of course, is not that, but they're training for it just in case something ever were to happen. And we only have about 30 seconds left. So were they there also training troops so they can take care of themselves or will the guard stay? Guard will come back. And so part of it was... How quickly could they get equipment there? Could they get it across the country? And could they integrate with other troops? And everyone I spoke to said it was absolutely invaluable training for them in general and in particular, heaven forbid, if anything ever were to happen. When will we see your writing about this? Sunday. John Rash, read him on Sunday. Listen to him here on our Playing Politics podcast.